martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt to think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN, and I am your host, Chris Switzer. It is sure nice out today where I am here on the mountain. Um, looks like we may have a nice spring, but that can change on a dime, of course. So I hope it's well with you wherever you are and that things are moving along with the way of life. Blooming, being fruitful, prospering. Today is March the 2nd, 2024, on the Julian uh, Mithraic Persian calendar, I guess you could really call it, Roman calendar, as it comes from the Catholic Church, the Roman Empire. And I want to read to you a devotion where we jump into the reading of the Second Esdras publication from the God Culture, the commentary, of course. I am the resurrection and the life. All lasting life emanates from me. People search for life in many wrong ways, chasing after fleeting pleasures, accumulating possessions and wealth trying to deny the inevitable effects of aging. Meanwhile, I freely offer abundant life to everyone who turns toward me. As you come to me and take my yoke upon you, I fill you with my very life. This is how I choose to live in the world and accomplish my purposes. This is also how I bless you with joy unspeakable and full of glory. The joy is mine and the glory is mine but I bestow them on you as you live in my presence, inviting me to live fully in you. And it references a few scripture verses here. We'll go to John chapter 11, verse 25. Yahusha said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he dies, he shall live. Also, Matthew, chapter 11 as well, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I shall give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble in your heart. You shall find rest for your beings. For my yoke is gentle and my burden is light. It also has us looking at First Peter, 
chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Whom having not seen, you love, in whom you exult with unspeakable and esteemed joy, yet not seeing but believing, obtaining the goal of your belief, a deliverance of lives. So if you've been listening the past couple weeks at least, you've heard me reading from 2 Esdras, 2nd Esdras. Um, it's the full publication, though, from 2esdras.org, which is the uh, publication from The God Culture, its founder being Timothy J. Schwab. You can check them out on YouTube or at The God Culture website. Um, I don't know them, don't promote them, really. I just find that they're their work is valuable and, and uh, useful to give him the glory and edify the saints, his holy people, Yisrael, to be set apart, guard his word and his commands, and study, not despising any of the prophecies, but proving them all to be true. But before I jump right into it, just want to cover one piece of news that I saw here that was I mean it's it's pretty obvious what's going on um, with the whole anti-Semitism con you know the propaganda but the Jerusalem Post came out with a <laughs> a headline just recently February 27th of this year and the headline is and this is Jerusalem Post you know over in Greater Israel, occupying Palestine. Anti-Semitism must be criminalized before it's too late. Opinion. Oh, it's an opinion. Oh, of course. And the sub-headline. Since the October 7 brutal and reprehensible massacre of Israeli and foreign civilians and taking of hostages, the world is witnessing an unprecedented resurgence of pure anti-Semitism. Well, well, by Chris Menahan. What a mensch. It says the Israeli paper, the Jerusalem Post, ran a column on Tuesday calling for, quote, anti-Semitism, end quote, to be criminalized worldwide in order to stop criticism of Israel amid their genocidal ethnic cleansing campaign in Gaza. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's about it. And this is, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking at a, a post on Renegade Tribune of the Jerusalem Post, so I apologize. Uh, Chris Menahan may be the publisher on this website and not necessarily Jerusalem Post. And that was his uh, quotation. I don't think Jerusalem Post would ever admit that that is why they want anti-Semitism criminalized to stop the criticism of their... Crimes and genocide, yes, but that's it. They are the criminals, as we know, as we're seeing from prophecy itself in Second Ezra and all over the scriptures, really. Um, but Second Ezra has been hidden intentionally and called apocrypha, which literally means hidden, obscured text. <laughs> okay, so when somebody says, you know, if you bring it up and say, hey, you know, I was reading in Second Ezra and it. Well, that's apocrypha. All they're saying is, well, that's hidden text. That's been obscured from us and hidden. Well, yeah. (laughs) Why? Let's look at that. Why did they hide it? And who hid it? Was it, pray tell, the Catholic Church? Was it, pray tell, the progenitors of Zionism? These Samaritan Pharisees and Essenes and Sadducees? I wonder. So this all ties together. It's par for the course, and this is what we're going to see more and more and more of, because that is what Scripture tells us. And our Heavenly Father, Yahuwah Elohim, is the same yesterday as He is today, as He'll ever be. He wrote the end from the beginning, beginning to the end, everlasting, unto everlasting. He is. 
But if you want to follow along, you can go right to toesdras.org and download the publication, the PDF, for free. And I am at, I was right at where we were reading about the Hanukkah hoax, um, exposing the Maccabees who exiled the real temple priesthood, uh, the sons of Zadok, to Qumran, which is Bethabara in our Bibles. And it went over the first temple feast of dedication, second temple feast of dedication, when they really are, and how it's exposed in First Esdras. Moshiach was in the temple in Adar, which is February, the month of Adar, not December. Adar is the 12th Hebrew month. Okay? Which brings us to page 30 of the PDF in this publication. We will continue. And right here it's giving us examples of the Pharisees' fruits, which you can find all throughout the second writings, or the Kethabim Bet, which is our New Testament, the Apostles. They are vipers. They are hypocrites. They expand the word with leaven. They lead people to hell. They operate against his commandments, against Yahuwah. They are blind and vain. And they are the blind leading the blind, as it says in Scripture. Condemned to hell generally. They are unclean. They are self-righteous. And they are murderers. Murderers. And it gives you verses for it, but uh, the one that jumps out is John 8.44, of course. Which, if I need to remind anybody, says, You are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father you wish to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and has stood not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks the lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. I'll just finish out that uh, the last few verses here. And because I speak the truth, and this is Yahushua speaking, the Messiah, you do not believe me. Who's he talking to here? Yes, the Pharisees. The same sect, the same spirit, the same principality behind the Zionists today who have usurped the authority. And they have literally said what, in, what is and what is not quote-unquote scripture or canon, and they have no authority to do so. John eight forty six. Who of you proves me wrong concerning sin? And if I speak the truth, why do you not believe me? Hmm. He who is of Elohim hears the words of Elohim. Therefore, you do not hear, because you are not of Elohim. It's pretty clear. He's not ambiguous. He tells them they are of their father, the devil. They are not of God. They are not of Elohim. And they would believe him otherwise. They wouldn't try to kill him. Because he's speaking the truth, the same truth that was written about and prophesied in the Old Testament, in the Torah, which they clearly do not practice. They are liars, hypocrites, blind leading the blind, vipers, murderers, because they are of their father the devil. They are the synagogue of Satan. I digress. And it just goes on in this PDF on page 31, showing you more and more of their attributes. They are thieves. They extort. They're extortioners. They don't know scripture. They're fools. They're accusers and liars. They stand in the way of knowledge and wisdom. They don't know prophecy. They seek signs. They're haughty. They devour widows' houses and the poor. We see that happening right now in Gaza. And all over the world. It's just really polarized and you know, amplified there. Pharisaism became rabbinic Judaism after 70 AD. The Pharisees are modern rabbis. Modern Jews, quote unquote. And we, okay, the uh, spiritual Israel, you know, the, the body of Messiah, 
the real Ecclesia? Our ancestors, our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Joseph, Jacob. They were never Jews, ever. And if you heard my broadcast, you know this already. But I just want to be abundantly clear. The modern Zionist, the modern Israeli, is of Edomite and Canaanite blood. Or even, you could say, Ashkenazim, right? But that bloodline became so defiled, so adulterated, as to not be recognized anymore as anything close to being of Elohim. That's why they're the children of the devil. That's why they are the serpent seed. The children of Cain, the sons of Belial, the sons of darkness. They're called the wicked priests. This is page 32 of this PDF, and you can read that in the War Scrolls from the Dead Sea Scrolls. And the Damascus document, you can read it all throughout this. They're called the sons of darkness, the men of the pit, the defilers of the temple. They rob the poor, they're thieves. The same thing as as scripture. Flouters of the law, vain, strangers, men of perdition. And, And this is a quote right from the Jewish Encyclopedia, page 60. Pharisaism shaped the character of Judaism and the life and thought of the Jew for all the future. They have nothing to do with Father Yahuwah. Nothing to do with his Torah, his holy writ, his word, his canon. And it goes on, page 33 here. Liars, spouter of lies, those who seek smooth things, scoffers, oppressive, overbearing, enemies, abominable, the house of guilt, men of violence, instruments of violence, vipers, spiders, serpents, dragons, Unfaithful, rebellious. The coming of Messiah in 2nd Esdras. We're now at page 34 of the PDF, if you're following along. And you can download it from 2esdras.org. 2esdras.org. Excuse me, took a sip of water. The book of 2nd Esdras especially contains a massive amount of Revelation-style prophecy that we highlight throughout. However, as it deals with the creation to the time of Moshiach all the way to the end times, this prophetic book proceeds proceeds and becomes the origin of many of the concepts of Revelation and the New Testament in general. John saw a vision, and it matched what he already read in 2nd Ezra in large detail. For Ezra knew when Messiah would arrive, and even his name. This is Second Ezra 7.28. For my son, Yahusha, shall be revealed with those that be with him, and they that remain shall rejoice within 400 years. Might I add that Ezra lived about 400 B.C., which places the coming of Messiah's birth around 0 B.C., which is the most accurate prophecy of such? Right from Second Estrus. He then tells us his name would be called Yahusha. Again, this is a problem for Judaism, who would then have to produce a Messiah named Yahusha in that era of which they have none. Because guess what? They put the one to death on that tree. <laughs> Fulfilling prophecy and naming themselves as such. This is why this book was censored by them, and they remain ignorant of its concepts as well as the only Messiah named Yahusha whom they reject. Very appropriate time to break. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll return right after. Stay tuned. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. 
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar is cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Health Simple with Kalwara Shilaji. Fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilaji makes other substances more effective. Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. We interrupt this program with a special bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorney. Shut up. Do not attempt. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. If you're just tuning in, I was reading from a publication you can download from toesdris.org. It also includes commentary and introduction of forward preface. It's got a whole index and a lot of work put into it from the God Culture and its co founder being one Timothy J. Schwab, if you wish to check him out. But you can download it. Go to twoesdris.org, follow along. I'm on page 34, and we were fleshing this stuff out. Very interesting for the times we live in right now and what's going on all around us. They rejected Yahusha, these Pharisees, these children of the devil, the synagogue of Satan that we know is behind these things today. Then Ezra further identifies Messiah's death that all men may have life. We know this well from the New Testament and some prophecies of the old, but this is exact and specific like no other. Ezra the prophet knew these things. And this is the very next verse from chapter 7 of 2nd Ezra, verse 29. 
After these years shall my son, Messiah, die, and all men that have life. And I read right before the break, verse 28, which says, For my son, Yahushua, shall be revealed with those that be with him, and they that remain shall rejoice within 400 years. And that was written right at around 400 B.C., bringing Messiah's birth to around 0 B.C. Very, very close, very accurate. There's no other prophecy like it that accurate with that date, the timing of it. Ezra saw the vision of Messiah, then ascending into heaven, as well as his second coming. This, too, is a major conundrum for Judaism, who cannot produce anyone. 2 Ezra 13.32 says, And the time shall be when these things shall come to pass, and the signs shall happen which I showed you before, and then shall my son be declared, whom you saw as a man ascending. Following these incredible prophecies, Ezra elaborates on the role of Messiah in his second coming. Once again, Judaism has nothing to offer in these regards. And it's just giving you some tidbits from uh, 2nd Ezra. In chapter 2, verse 47, it says, The son of Elohim being confessed in the world. Chapter 7, verse 31, After seven days the world will be raised up. The very next verse, 32, mass resurrection of those who are asleep. The very next verse is the judgment seat. Verse 35 of chapter 7, evil will disappear. In chapter 7, verses 12 through 14, and then chapter 8, verse 1, the road to salvation is a narrow gate. Few are saved. Is this starting to coalesce? You know, it's jiving with the scripture you're familiar with. 8.52, the Garden of Eden and Tree of Life are opened in the end. Chapter 8, verse 59, he is not willing that any should perish. Chapter 9, verses 1 through 7, the signs of the end times and the origin of Matthew 24 in part. Chapter 11, verses 36 through 46 contains... The Lion of Yehuda will consume the final empire. Lots of prophecy there. Chapter 13, verses 10 through 11 contains consuming his enemies with fire from his mouth. That should be very familiar from Revelation. Chapter 13, the lost tribes return. Chapter 13, verse 52 specifically, every eye shall see him. And chapter 2, verse 45, handing out crowns and giving palms. The transition from the Old Testament to the New is fully defined in Esdras and the Qumran or the Bethabara community of exiled temple Levi priests, the sons of Zadok. There is no gap, and Revelation is not a book of new concepts, but originates largely in theology from Esdras. Messiah is all, all over these books, and yet we are taught not to read them. This is what we call Dark Age theology. Anyone who ever tells you you cannot read something is teaching censorship. Censorship, not discernment. The church, or I should really say the ecclesia in the Bible, is to teach discernment instead, and we are all to prove all things. 1 Thessalonians 5.21, for ourselves. Messiah begins his discourse in Matthew 24 with, Take heed that no man... Don't mind folks will return right after the break. Stay tuned. Two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drug prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now... You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. 
Tom Bolton for EaseOff. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem. Pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. And please, folks, if you wish to call in, you have a comment, a question, feedback, please do so. This is your show as much as it is mine. And it's because of listeners like you that these shows are even on the airwaves. Um, We need your help. It's largely listener-supported. Not big corporations, big pharma, big agra, or any of those things. Or you wouldn't hear voices like mine. That's for sure. So please, give us a call to comment on air live at 512-248-8252. Dial 512-248-8252. I just ask you to be intelligent and respectful. And we can have discourse, and you're entitled to your beliefs and your opinion. And please, folks, if you're able to, if you're in a position to, RBN, Republic Broadcasting, does need your support. You can also just send a check off. You don't have to call or go to any website. Just mail a check or money order payable to RBN. Send it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Or, it's easier, you can just call up 800-724-2719, extension 3. Give a card over the phone, 
or you can go to the website, republicbroadcasting.org. Just hit that donate button, and they'll give you a myriad of ways to donate funds that way. Please, if it's laid upon your heart by the Most High and you're able, Yahuwah has blessed you and you are taken care of, please help. Help. And I will continue with the reading here of Second Esdras publication from 2esdras.org. I'm on page 35 of the PDF, wrapping up this page. I was reading then how Messiah begins his discourse in Matthew 24 which is in part in 2nd Esdras, the origin, take heed that no man deceive you. And he then lays out the end that Ezra defined 400 years earlier. Our Torah test will vet this date and content. They have found that 2nd Esdras and 1st Esdras is Torah tested. It's, it's scripture. It is the word of Yahusha. Precise prophecy revealed 400 years before his birth. Page 36 of the PDF. John the Baptist in Qumran. Was he? Well, he likely grew up there. You can see that from Luke chapter 1 verse 80. The Damascus document from the, uh, the scrolls found at Qumran or Bethabara. Page 143 says... And as for locusts, according to their various kinds, they shall plunge them alive into fire or water, for this is what their nature requires. And that was talking about John's diet found there, his rare diet, if you will. The temple scroll from page 207 says, You may eat the following flying insects, every kind of great locust, every kind of long-headed locust, every kind of green locust, and every kind of desert locust. So it was perfectly fine for him to eat locusts. The prophecy of John blessing Messiah. And this is from the calendars, liturgies, and prayers, page 389 through 390, which is uh, the blessing of the prince of the congregation, roughly 100 B.C. It says, the master, John the Baptist, in parentheses, shall bless the prince of the congregation, which is Yahusha, and shall renew for him the covenant of the community, that he may establish the kingdom of his people forever, that he may judge the poor with righteousness and dispense justice with equity to the oppressed of the land, and that he may walk perfectly before him in all the ways of truth, and that he may establish his holy covenant at the time of the affliction of those who seek Elohim. May Yahuwah raise you up to everlasting heights, and as a fortified tower upon a high wall, May you smite the peoples with the might of your hand, ravage the earth with your scepter. May you bring death to the ungodly with the breath of your lips. The rulers and all the kings of the nations shall serve you. He shall strengthen you with his holy name, and you shall be as a lion, and you shall not lie down until you have devoured the prey which not shall deliver. John the Baptist was to prepare the way in the wilderness. You can read this from the Community Rule, page 109, found in these scrolls from Qumran. And when these become members of the community in Israel, according to all these rules, they shall separate from the habitation of unjust men and shall go into the wilderness to prepare there the way of him. As it is written, prepare in the wilderness the way of. Make straight in the desert a path for our Elohim from Isaiah. This path is the study of the law which he commanded by the hand of Moshe, that they may do according to all that has been revealed from age to age, and as the prophets have revealed by his holy Ruach, his Holy Spirit, a Ruach HaKadosh. Zacharias' prophecy at John's birth, that's from Luke 179, to give light, the Qumran identification is the Sons of Light. You'll see that um, pattern at Sons of Light, Sons of Darkness motif. John baptized Yahusha in Qumran, or Bethabara, fulfilling these two Qumran prophecies and Isaiah. These exiled temple priests knew their community would play such a role. This is the link 
between the Old and New Testaments, which is not two testaments, but one testament. It's the testament of the Most High, our Father in heaven and earth, the creator of all, Yahuwah, Elohim. And then we reach page 37 of the PDF, which brings us to the Torah test. It says our first and second Ezra scripture, inspired and canon. And this is criteria set forth by the Blue Letter Bible with even added um, qualifications from the God culture, just to make it more stringent, test it further and prove it. The first being prophetic authorship. Prophetic authorship. It says, quote, for a book to be considered canonical, canonical, excuse me, it must have been written by a prophet or apostle or by one who had a special relationship to such, like a scribe or assistant to Mark, to Peter, Luke, or Mark to Peter, rather, Luke to Paul. Only those who had witnessed the events or had recorded eyewitness testimony could have their writings considered as holy scripture, end quote. So does it match that, right? Number two, the witness of the spirit of the Ruach. Quote, the appeal to the inner witness of the Holy Spirit was also made to aid the people in understanding which books belonged in the canon and which did not. Blue Letter Bible quotes Pinnock, who claims the canon is a matter of historical process. Clark Pinnock, Biblical Revelation, Grand Rapids, Baker Bookhouse, 1973, page 104. We would agree, but Pinnock ignores the most obvious such history. The Levite Library, or Bible Canon, found in Qumran, serves as a time capsule for the Old Testament canon long before the Catholic Church nor its councils. Every book in the modern Old Testament canon was found there, except, drumroll please, Esther. Big issue with Esther. It is Levite priests who were the keepers of scripture and the Qumran community identifies as such over a hundred times. We will examine certain fragments in Qumran that place 1st and 2nd Esdras there at least in proto-form and used for interpretation of prophecy. Number three, acceptance. Acceptance. Quote, the final test is the acceptance of the people of Elohim. Blue Letter Bible notes this is to accept Yahusha and the apostles, which we agree for New Testament, but this would also be to accept his people in the time of Ezra, which is the return of the southern Israel especially. Second Ezra still prophesies of Moshiach through, um, I'm sorry, though, and serves to bridge the gap between the Old and New Testaments. End quote. And number four is quoted as doctrine in other scripture, which is their edition, or the God Culture's edition, above and beyond the Blue Letter Bible criteria. Our added test in which we will apply to Esdras will assess whether or not these books are quoted in scripture for significant doctrine. This is not some arbitrary word or phrase, but does doctrine derive from these two books, which one does not find specifically in other Old Testament writings? This is the ultimate exam, as first and second Esdras, I'm sorry, as first Esdras charts much like Ezra and Nehemiah already matching, we will fully vet second Esdras on this point. Number five, in agreement with the whole of scripture, which is another addition from the God culture, an added criteria, does it agree with scripture in whole? Even the gospels have minor details to iron out in understanding. But how do first and second Esdras compare? The conclusion may surprise many, many. And before I jump right into uh, proving these criteria, I will take your phone call. Thank you for holding, Caesar. We have Caesar holding in New York. What's on your mind, Caesar? Chris, how are you uh, on this Saturday? I am doing well. I am truly blessed. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Chris. Chris, uh, I don't know if this is a topic that you're covering today, but I would like to get into this. And uh, Prince Williams 
could be the Antichrist because Britain created Israel in 1948 by way of the uh, Balfour Declaration. It was purchased mm-hmm. by Jacob Rothschild. The British people are Germans. They are Amalekites, Khazars. The people in Israel are Khazars, which is a Turkish Asiatic tribe of 13 from Khazaria that converted to the religion under King Bulang. If you go to Mm -hmm. Revelation chapter 3, verse Mm 9, it talks about the Khazars being, you know, the synagogue of Satan. And if you go to Revelation chapter 13, verse 2, and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. Prince William and his father have the same coat of arms that is described in Revelation chapter 13, verse 2. In the book of Daniel, it speaks that the Antichrist will be a juggernaut of war, right? And Mm. remember that the Antichrist will not desire women. Once Satan becomes one with this vessel of flesh, homosexual activities are controlled by the spirit. Everything manifests in the flesh through the spiritual. Prince William is, I believe, the shadow king, the black sheep. He is the one who will bring the false peace. He is the white horse who is the false prince of peace, in my opinion. I could be wrong. You're much more educated on these paradigms, these underlying principles that, I, that than I am. But I'm starting to now look at who this man of perdition would be. And I believe that sure. he's here now with us. Yeah, and these spirits, I think, have been around for a while. I think that um, it's multi-layered and it speaks to different generations as well. Um, I truly believe we are the fig tree generation, but again, um, people looking at scripture, you know, 700 years ago, um, it's it's going to speak to them as well, if that makes sense. Um, and if you look at the, the red dragon, which is the next verse that you were, you know, just reading from in uh, Revelation 13, or the, the finish of the verse, and the dragon gave him power and his throne and great authority, um, it talks about a red dragon, you know, um, coming in, into power and and you can kind of see that in camelot in in the merlin um stories you know with the red dragon uh coming up so there's there's definitely like people have covered that stuff and you know pointed to certain people and figures and i think that uh the spirit of like you know gog of magog has shown and, and come through to people and kind of leads zionism today and uh that's the the fuel behind the fire of the synagogue of satan if, if you will but uh you're pointing out a very good very good point. Yeah, Chris, I'm just saying the coat of arms that they have that yeah, you've seen. The it, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's out, straight out of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you've got a great point. This is <laughs> I can't ignore it. This is yeah. I mean, this is like I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's straight out of Revelation. Just look at the coat of arms. And remember that the father, Charles, and his father were not able to unite to bring about this one world government, which is the capstone on the pyramid, that once it sits on the pyramid, then the world government will, you know, will be in place. Now, Mm. my thing to you is, Chris, these people that are in this satanic worship, do you think that Satan is going to win? Because we know that Satan is a counterfeit of God. Satan is the opposite. Satan is chaos. God is order. So, you know, I mean, I, I just... It's like they're taking us straight to hell with them. And now with all this AI technology, I was listening to uh, Rick Wiles and Doc Burkhardt. They were in the show in Spain with all the technologies. Mm -hmm. 
and it's insane. I mean, they have this this DNA which is like a digital DNA. It's just it's just insane, and, and I think that through this AI, Satan is going to manifest through this. Uh, whether it's quantum or D-wave, he's going to manifest, I, I think. Because remember, as we spoke last week, the Holy Spirit can't reside in a machine. No. No. All right. I agree. It will not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you over. Um, I'd like to respond to you after the break. Break points. Don't go anywhere, folks. No more than two may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drug prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now... Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family. And we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. We interrupt this program with a special bulletin. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones insurance agent or attorney shut up Do not attempt- we are back we are back you are listening to the freedom ministry on rbn i am your host chris switzer and we were speaking with caesar from new york right before the break he was bringing up uh prophetic language and revelation you know talking about the lion and uh, the, the people, of course, the sons of darkness, 
who are the enemy, the synagogue of Satan, and uh, where they're rising from, you know, trying to name and, you know, point to perhaps an antichrist or son of perdition, um, in the Rothschilds, of course, and we know of the Balfour Agreement, which laid the uh, path, you know, paved the way for the taking over occupying Palestine and giving it to the children of darkness, the same said uh, spirit or people, you know, that actually hoisted up Messiah onto that tree, nailed him to that tree, and crucified our Savior. So, yes, uh, I cannot, you know, ignore that or uh, say you're wrong. Um, I, I do not know if he is the Antichrist, and there are others that could fit the bill. But there are definitely some things that need to come to pass in, you know, Revelation and the prophetic timeline before we see uh, certain other things happen with the seals opening and, you know, that sort of thing. But um, very good points. Um, do you have an, any other comments or anything you'd like to add, Caesar? I mean, I mean, Chris, look, the, uh, the elitist, globalist, whatever you want to call them, Illuminati, the whatever you want to call them, uh, Club of Rome, uh, they, when you see these women on TV like Taylor Swift, they're putting curses on us, and they tell you Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is a male. What they do now is the, ma the male to female and the female to male. Did you see what uh, Taylor Swift, uh, which was with the NFL, what she did in her new video with that guy, Laugh Ashley, which was a female, he's Dominican, he was a female to male, and I don't know how he got from female to male to have a body like an athlete, to be honest with you, because I'm amazed at how they, how they do it, but you could see that it's a female because you could see the, the features are female. You know, the female have the curved hips, the smaller cranial, you know, the, yeah. the eyesight. You know, you could, if, if you know anatomy the anatomy, lie. you could tell. Right. Yes. But... Yes. Look what they do to us. They, they they cast spells. Their music, if you, if you play it backwards, it's satanic, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, they, they the guys are lusting for these, what they think is a female, but it's really a male to female. It's, it's, just, it's just, this is beyond my comprehension what they do. And they tell yes. you, like, I'll give you an example. If you see the names, you could see that, they're telling you because they know the veil is thin on your side. So we go with Beyonce. What is there? What do you see there? Boy, once. It's like in your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's and pretty not, obvious. And not, and not, yeah. No, but, but, but Chris, no, no, no. I mean, if you follow where I'm coming from, I mean, maybe okay. I'm losing my mind. Look. No, you're not losing your mind us, at all. They're, they're giving us Victoria's Secrets. Victoria's Secrets, right? And they're using male to female in Victoria's Secrets. That is insane that they would put a man in a woman's clothing and try to market it. Also, Fredericks of Hollywood is doing the same thing. Yeah. No, you're right. They made the woman of the year a man. You know, I mean, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts, Caesar. Uh, we're at the end of the hour. We will return right after the break. Don't go anywhere. Great point, Caesar. And as always, don't be a stranger. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now... Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com.
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.